0: What's wrong, Snake? Episode 81 of the Wizards of Drivel podcast, where, despite everything, we are actually getting into the Christmas spirit. So, too, it appears our stoke, as in our retelling of The Muppets Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Hughes is visited by the ghost of seasons past with ignorance and want there for everybody to see. Left to pick apart this mess are the three wise men, myself, Chris Brammer and Ben Cartwright. How are we doing?
1: (laughs) I mean... Uh, I it's, uh, it's lovely to be called a wise man thank you Dave that's lovely um but I'm, I I can't I can't accept such a title N- not as well, well. <laughs> we may as well you know <laughs> why not it's all why not thing. but but no I'm okay I'm a little bit dejected and a bit down in terms of football but I'm okay how are you Ben yeah I'm good I I've been
2: cheered up by uh, as yourself included Chris was being called a wise man is always going to cheer me up and and Skype up updating their ringtone as well. I'm, I'm I i do not know if you guys have updated your Skype but I'm a big fan of the latest tone.
0: <laughs> more on more on the Skype updates as we get it. Um okay lads, the football, the football, hey. Eh? I think I, I think I hate football. Um <laughs> like um, last week I think we said it was uh, time to go when me and Tom Thrower were on the podcast and obviously Tom Thrower and myself have been saying that for a while then a kind of rumour got bandied about that Hughes had uh, two games to save his job two games to get a reaction and yeah Burnley and West Ham have taken us to school uh, Burnley won one 0 at Turf Moor kind of an unlucky result for the Potters and then yesterday, we were treated to Marco Onaltovic's return. He scored inevitably in a 3-0 victory for West Ham. I suppose the major question now is, with the Sentinel reporting that Hughes will be Stoke manager for the West Bromwich Albion game, Ben, are we going down?
2: Oh, God. I phew, Huge question. and. At the moment, it looks as so. It looks as though we are going down. I mean, just before we started recording, Chris, you mentioned that tweet. Someone tweeted, I'm not sure who, I should probably have looked that up, but I think there's 42 points available outside of the top six if we win every single game for the rest of the season. And obviously, we're not going to do that. So maybe half of those, I think, 21 points, and then it's we're still below 40 points, obviously, at the end of the season. So you look at the points that are available from this stage, at this early stage then yeah. it's, it's, it's looking scary. It's looking very scary. I mean, I think American sport works much more like on that basis where what is available and what's left. But obviously, things can change. Hopefully, they can change. Um, if that's the manager or Mark Hughes, I don't know. Funnily enough, I've just been reading um, Soconomics before recording the podcast. I'm not sure either of you have read that, but they've got chapters yeah. on how essentially managers are useless and Anyone does the same job and whatever, so I've I've got a bit of hope from that. And also, interesting experiment to anyone that says who we should bring in. Um, story about Epps Fleet United who let 30,000 of their fans who bought sort of a stock or a membership in their club vote for the vote for the 11. And they actually did all right. So in terms of <laughs> what we say on this podcast I think if you have ever needed proof that maybe we, we know what we're talking about then the sort of hive mind works That what I've just read it, it, <laughs> it seems though it could be the case so my answer to anyone who would you bring in now which is literally everyone I, 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 I've never experienced it before in any other club um, just all my friends saying who would you bring in I, I never asked my friends when they want their manager to be sacked to who they want to bring in but Stoke there's this thing but anyway convoluted answer are we going to get relegated I'm scared that we're going to get relegated so I'm Bumbling, bumbling on about anything just so I don't have to ask the question.
0: <laughs> Chris, Chris, you have that just fear gripping you now. What, like, what are your emotions now? Because I, I was saying before the podcast that I don't know how I think. Like, various points between the end of the game yesterday and right now, I've been angry, frustrated, like scared of going down, oh, and then a weird sense of apathy, like just kind of like getting numb to it. And then i you know, they've found the gallows humor in it all and stuff, and it's
1: just, it's just really, just annoying to sum up how I feel. What, what about you? Uh, it's funny that you basically said that every week you go through the different stages of grief. Okay, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. because like, I mean, that's just it. Like, um, your your emotions change so often. Like, I was absolutely. So ang so angry at the result, um, and now, and especially with the sentinel comment coming out about Hughes is going to have till the West Brom game at least. I'm just, I, I'm just really apathetic towards the entire situation because I just don't know what he has to do to lose his job. Like, I, someone this... someone on Twitter put up this remarkable stat that. In our last 34 games, we are only better than Mark Hughes's QPR record by two draws. He lost like the two extra games that we've drawn, and that's like think how condemned Mark Hughes was at QPR. Mm. And in, and and in many ways, QPR, you can say there were a lot of other problems at the club that Mark Hughes kind of had to take the blame for. Like, it's unbelievable. I don't know what he has to do, and so I'm. I go through a stage every weekend where it's just like, oh, I'm so annoyed. I'm so angry. I, I, I'm, I can't believe this has to be it. He has to have gone now. Mm. Like, surely, surely, this is what pushes him. Look at look around, like the ground yesterday. People were emptying out in the seventieth minute. Like, there was audible boos and chants of Hughes out. I don't know how long this can keep going on, Ignore, being ignored. It's, but it's so frustrating because genuinely, I don't, I don't know what will change. And so my fear is, yeah, we're running towards relegation, and I feel like it's almost, I don't want to say complacency, but almost a unwillingness to change. Uh, mm. And th- people, they're scared. They're scared because they don't want to. I don't know. Yeah. Th- I don't even know what they're scared of.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. The, there is a situation now where it's the, the conversation has almost moved on from Hughes to the board now where it's like, I think I, I wrote today in my little write-up thing for the Sentinel that they're becoming complicit now in this. Mm-hmm. The longer they let Hughes in the job, the more complicit they are if and when we do go down. And even if we scrape survival finishing 16th, 17th, I'm worried that they would see that as a success. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm worried that for so, for some reason we've we dropped from uh you know, top top ten finishes to c- considering me a survival of success. And, <laughs> and, and and I I'm worried that the board's aspirations have completely gone. Remember that bloody yeah. ambition video we put out when we signed Hesse? Pop. Ambition my arse. I mean uh Harry Cairns, I should uh Direct you to his Twitter. He Kane has put on a, a really just brutal and honest and uh, fair fair Twitter thread of the decline to Mark Hughes these past two seasons. Every transfer mistake, everything he sa- he talked about targeting Europe. You know, he t- mm-hmm. we we were seventh in the league not that long ago, and we were you know aiming yeah, that, to that, yeah. To drive that off whole the stat,
2: we were so close to the Champions League spots. Was it four four <laughs> mm. points away after twenty one games? This isn't sort of Hull at the start of the season when uh, they got promoted, when they were like winning the league and whatever. This is an established side in an established season yeah. doing and, really well.
1: And this, I think, this is the thing that's annoyed me. Like with it all is it wasn't like you know when you see like new man not new managers but new owners come into a club and like there'll be a championship side and a new owner will come in and say i'm going to take this club to the champions league and you always think well that's probably not going to happen and you, you realize it's just to hype up the fans I think the aims that we set in place, that Peter Coates and Mark Hughes and that said, were achievable. It was a gradual improvement year on year. I don't think it was too far fetched to ask for. So for them to, and we've said this before, but for them to at this point now be like, well, yeah, what do you expect? Of course, we're going to be in these type of fights. You know, mm. we're just what we're, we're we're happy to be there. It 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 just, I don't Ooh. know. You can't expect people not to be mad. <laughs>
2: I think the beauty of Harry's thread on Twitter as well, briefly just going back to that is that it's literally there's barely an opinion in there it's basically facts and it's just saying this is what happens and here we are now there's there's no sort of this isn't Harry being like oh this is a disgrace and I I hate this and whatever it's just cold hard facts at different stages in our history in the last three years and the decline of it and it's just there on paper you can't I don't think you can argue with it at all
0: yeah now the Sheer brass neck after the Burnley game of Hughes to claim that was a you know a really good positive performance where we were unlucky. I'm sorry, we did not look like scoring a goal in that game. We'd have we'd have been absolutely jammy as all hell, and the and you just and you just knew once they got that penalty West Ham yesterday that that was the excuse lined up. You know that that was that was the narrative <laughs> that Hughes is set in place, and I just so tired of the excuses the excuses for just the crap performances if he thought Burnley was a really good performance then bloody hell I mean for God's sake we we are so crap in every department while the goalkeeper (laughs) blunt as all hell we didn't have a shot on target yesterday midfield joke defence absolute shambles and we've spent money in all of those areas and we've we've got a, a spine of Vim Fletcher, and Berahina who are all crap. They're just really <laughs> bad at football. Well, I I, I I
1: almost think sorry, I, I almost think that if Hughes came out and like recognized these faults and said think these things aren't working and I, and was honest about it, I think people's attitude towards him would be would be quite different because at 100%. least yeah, at least we could be like, well, at least he recognizes the faults and whatever. But it. It's the fact that it's it's almost I don't know North Korean levels of yeah. propaganda, levels of delusion, yeah. and like, That's a scary there, thing. and there are times if you don't say the reason,
0: yeah, there and there are times where he's outright lying to the fans as well. <laughs> he lied about what he was going to do with Bojan. He lied about he's, he's lying about the Saido Berhino situation as well. And it's just the 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 sheer brass neck to continually treat the fans like crap. And it's no wonder there's Hughes out chance in the ground now. There's no wonder everyone's turned. And, the, and I'm still perplexed as to why. Because if you give him West Brom, it's only three days until Ordersfield. And there's, only, there's a game three he, days after that. Yeah. If he stays for West Brom, he's staying until bloody January. And we can't That's get him. a new manager in before January. It's just absolutely crazy. He, he could, he could still thing, be here thing in, that... in
1: February.
2: It might be the only little little bit of positivity I could take from this news that he's staying until West Brom at least is that they are lining up another manager because I can't, I don't think they're going to sack him without a manager in place or without a manager no. that's very much there. So yeah. that's my and that that's probably just speculation of me trying to make a good thing out of a very 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 bad situation. But that, who knows what's happening behind
1: closed doors? The, yeah, the one thing I would say that if if we've learnt anything from Peter Coates. It's that he is very, very um, conservative when it comes to these type of changes, and so you, I think, and that's part of the reason why he isn't getting rid of Mark Hughes. But you would think that in an event where they they are going to change, they would try and plan for every eventuality. The only like, like you say though, the fear would be that if he stays for West Brom, and we get a result. Bloody out! Mm. Like it's 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 a catch twenty two situation because we need all the points we can get, and I don't think anyone would suggest. Well, we should lose this game in order to get yeah. rid of Mark Hughes, but I, you win it if if we win, he gets what another three games, another four games, like without any pressure on him. It'll, it all then we just go back into
0: the same crap we've had all season long. Mm-hmm. In in a sense, kind of the, one of the worst things that happened this season was the Arsenal victory. Because yeah, yeah, that yeah. bought that bought him so much time that in retrospect he probably didn't deserve. I mean, obviously, obviously I obviously I wanted us to be Arsenal. Obviously, I was happy about the result, you know. But it was just like it's just you know we we won we've won one in our last five. I think that's correct, and lost yeah. all the rest. Um, Watford was the same. Swansea was the same. Sorry, t- I think. Our last two wins were those two, weren't they? Watford and Swansea beating two very poor sides on the Watford on the day, Swansea just a poor side in general. And how we will we will never, as long as you as the manager, look convincing in a win anymore. I'm, no. I'm I'm sure of that. I think we'll struggle to limp past bloody Coventry in the FA Cup. Now, on, onto the onto the West Ham game. Um. It wasn't a penalty. Lanzini's taken a dive there. And uh, what what struck me after the after the penalty went in was the crowd got behind the team. The, obviously, they were hyped up anyway because Anatovic was playing and it, we had a crap penalty decision given against us. But there was a really beautiful chant of when the Reds shortly after their mm-hmm. penalty come in. The fans backed the team to the hilt. And there there is also the question now of... Are the players actually trying anymore? Because for some of them yesterday, it did not look like that. Some of them look like their heads drop massively. Some of them keep trying but can't produce anything because of the system. And some players just aren't very good at all. It was an absolutely diabolical display. I've, I've never known Ryan Shawcross to be this bad. Ever he he had an absolute stinker. I've never known Mam Duff to have such a poor game, and mm-hmm. you know Joe Allen ran around a lot. But what is the bloody point <laughs> of Darren, Darren Fletcher? <laughs> uh, the, the the least said about that useless waste of eighteen million quid at the back. Just psst, I don't care. Just release him. Release him on a free now. He's just <laughs> garbage. Berahino again, like he looks more lively than Jufe is about the nicest thing you can say about him. He's he's completely spent, and and you keep re, you know reeling these names off with plays who, who aren't performing. Ramadan, what the hell happened there? He he's just you know comp- had his confidence shot to pieces, and they're, and they're all Q signings, and the and it's like how. What the recruitment team? Sorry, they have to go. They, they they can go in the bin along with Vimmer. So excuse the recruitment team, Kevin Vimmer, get in the bloody bin right now. I'm absolutely sick of just being reminded how bad they are at their jobs every single bloody week. Um, so <laughs> the <second laughs> who, who else goal, is then? going in the bin, Dave? <laughs> well, well, here we go then. Uh, so the second goal was scored after a long bloody while of trying by Marco Natovic. Now I did enjoy it when he missed those, you know, first few chances. But I was starting to get a bit to the stage where um I was like, you know, they're still winning. You know, when we're giving yeah. it the big one to Arnie, you know, he's still one up. We're we're still looking pretty crap. We kept getting <laughs> carved apart time after time again, and it was it was it was a case of not if Arnatovich would score, but when he'd score. And he just bullied our defenders. I thought. I mean, Josh Tymon. I think he got th- thrown to the slaughter a bit, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> I felt sorry for him. But Shawcross and Vimmer just absolutely let him glide past them. And you think how how baying for blood the fans were when Onovic got the ball. We didn't. We didn't even bloody foul him or something. You know. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying we should play like that, but just. Show a bit of fight or something. Chop him down. No. the the fans would, it, the, the fans would love you if you
1: absolutely stuck him in the stands. It's it's in those moments as well where when you're saying about it, it feels like the players don't give a shit. Like it's in those moments where you're like, yeah, what? Well, they, they just don't care. They really don't care about it anymore. Mm. Um. And then obviously he
0: does score. Uh, he celebrates um, later on in the game. He pats his badge, does the old crossed crossed arms thing, which is uh, one of, one of the lamest like little moves there are. Whenever I see West Ham announce a signing, you've got some lad who's clearly never heard of them making that crossed arms signing. <laughs> like, oh god! Um, I got I got a lot of flack on Twitter last night for my views on Navezic, which were essentially. <laughs> Uh, fair enough you know you you came here he got abuse d- deserved probably he, he he's an absolute snake and I hate him but you know uh, he, he scored a goal he's won and I think he's perfectly with his rights to just you know wind up the crowd a bit I, I, I don't that's, that's
2: the that's the player we loved and yeah to be like obviously people are going to hate it and, and, and that's the thing obviously Dave you you respect it in a way or you understand that view uh, but I, maybe not respect is the wrong word um, but I also understand the other the, the other point of view I guess the thing is on our, on Altovich, say if he was at our club and he became not good enough we as fans would know we would chuck him out off the bench chuck him out of the club as quickly as anything if he wasn't good enough then we would get rid of him and we'd want to get rid yeah. of him like Fletcher whatever, whoever isn't good enough Vimmer who wasn't good enough Mm. (laughs) Arnautovic was here he saw our club wasn't good enough he saw our club wasn't having the ambition that he wanted and he saw West Ham come over and give him a contract and give him this sort of this massive fee and he would be the star player or whatever and he jumped ship so fans are like fans would do the same because we do do the same to people like Fletcher because when they're not good enough we're not going to we're not going to enjoy them anymore and Arnautovic has Mm. done that to our, our club and as annoying as it is you have to understand it when Look what he's left behind. Why would you not want to leave this behind? Because it's just gone to complete rubbish. Like I.
0: <laughs> but
2: having said that, from the other point of view, is fair enough. Fans have given him a lot of shit in that game, and he's reacted to that because it's Marco Bloody Arnautovic. What do you expect? He was here for years, and he did that to everyone else. Why would he not do it to us? Um, but I, 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 my thought on the matter was, I do have some sort of some feelings towards. I don't know, the backroom staff, the people at the club that were working with Mark Nautic for years, and you, you saw Mark Hughes saying, whatever, you're useless oh. <laughs> or whatever, you're ungrateful. And, I, and in that moment, I, I'm kind of thinking, yeah, fair enough, because Marco Nautic wouldn't be at West Ham if it wasn't for Soak. So I, no. I, I kind of get that view that, hang on a second, mate. You might be annoyed at the fans because the fans have given you a lot of shit. And fair enough, because that would rile a lot of people up, including me. I'll have a temper like that, don't you worry. But there's a lot of people at Stoke City Football Club that you owe a thanks to, Marko Natsvich, and I think you should maybe, maybe, if it was another player, would have shown a a tad more respect to the club. But that's just... Yeah, the the disappointing thing
0: for me was the thing with Shawcross, as he went off. I don't don't think that was necessary at all. Uh, And as... Forrest Hughes calling him ungrateful, yeah, yes, yes, and no. Um, I, I totally accept that Marco Anautovich' career was massively helped by Stoke City and by you know the, the backroom team and and all the rest of it. But also, Mark Hughes was probably kept in a job by Marco Anautovich last season. So, oh yeah, yeah, swings and roundabouts on that, I suppose. Well, I'm, I'm, I'd much rather he gave it the big one to the fans than did like those. Hump, like Lukaku did today for Man United, just a humble non-celebration, uh, just trying to be the bigger person. In in a sense, I prefer it that he he's being a dickhead and winding us up. Um,
1: <laughs> but that just makes you miss him,
0: yeah. I, I, yeah, that was the main thing I had today. It was just, I just missed having just that yeah. enjoyment of watching play, a player like that. You know, yeah. Shaka has been great this season, but. Yeah, having having another player like that who can, who can produce produce the goods is something we're sorely lacking. Now, okay, that's on out of it, out the way. Um, yeah, so three nil. Uh, we just get, get carved apart on the counter every single time. We're so slow. We're, like, how how have we got a team that's this absolutely paceless? We
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't. I can't name a single player who you think, oh, I'd back him in a in a one on one sprint. It's, yeah. I mean, we've we've gone on and on and on on this podcast about all the problems we have in the team, you know, from from the back line to the forward players, and I just don't get why the board can't see that. And <laughs> yeah, I've said that before this episode. But I'm just, I'm just astonished yet again and I seriously think the longer we keep Hughes the more likely we are to go down and the percentage is going up and up every single time. Mm -hmm. Um, He reached a stage yesterday where I said as long as it's to the end of the season and we just know more than that then yes I would have Pulis back because I'd trust him more to keep us
1: up. Yeah that's a that's a dark place to be, isn't it? Where you're accepting that fate. Um, I think I'd have to probably agree a little bit, if honest. Just, be, like, to to manage us through to the end of the, But I can't... You can't see him. It wouldn't it, work it. like that,
2: would it? it wouldn't
1: no, and, wh- and why would he accept that? Like, he's he he owes us nothing in degrading. that respect. Like, yeah, he... Because that is for for a man like him who is very very proud of his reputation of never been relegated. Why would he accept a position where it's like at one of his former clubs where arguably he led us to this position or at least to the to the Premier League and to the, those early years of, of success? Like it would be saying that we only want you for this period of time, but after that you're you're surplus to requirement. We want something better because. I don't know but I I mean I agree with hypothetically the, 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 I yeah. hypothetically like yeah like, I think the only person who I wouldn't accept at this moment and I uh, said this on Twitter earlier was Harry Redknapp because like that would just be a, uh that I don't think that would save us but
2: Well I think I think Harry Redknapp was one of the plethora of Quotation marks pundits that were saying that Mark Hughes is doing a fine job, and we're ungrateful to think that he should be sacked. Which I just uh, is another point I would love to share. Is, why has Mark Hughes suddenly got so many fans? I, I, I it's just perplexing. Yeah. Where where have they all been? Where why is why is everyone Mark Hughes's biggest fan now
0: that we're struggling? Because it certainly didn't seem to be the case when we were doing well. So yeah, you've you've kind of led me on to the next thing I want to talk about, which is the yeah the media reaction to Hughes. Save for Match of the Day 2 Extra today, which I watched, and it was Jonathan Norcroft, Sue Smith, and Chris Sutton, who were the first kind of mainstream show I've seen actually say things how they are, say exactly how bad things are under Hughes. Yeah, you know, talk about how crap the defence is. Talk about how blunt we are up front. But it's absolutely incredible. Robbie Savage, my God... Jesus <laughs> he's got what was telling he, on 606 yesterday we, was how he had no leg to stand on it was it was just oh I don't want to see a manager sacked and, and he trots out the the ungrateful stuff the be careful what you wish for stuff that line is wearing very thin especially when you see how well Leicester are doing how well Palace are doing you know it, how well Everton are doing you know West Ham. It's it's just you, he's clearly being found out as a pundit. He's clearly sticking up for his his mate because he's his mate, and it's it smacks of an old boys club mentality. Mark Hughes is one of uh, you know the British manager brigade, and the Br- British managers will always talk about how there's no jobs going for British managers, but they'll always be the first in line whenever a job like Stoke City comes up or West Ham comes Mm -hmm. up it's absolutely ridiculous how crap managers like Pardew and Hughes just keep getting jobs how the hell has Moyes got West Ham got the West Ham job in the (laughs) first place I know he's doing well but off the back of you know his recent career how he landed a club like that is pretty, you know, incredible. If he wasn't British, he'd have just been going down the leagues like anything. Uh-huh. Um, now, the the sorry, <laughs> we lost three nil at home to West Ham. Three <laughs> nil <3-0 laughs> at home to West Ham, who are crap. Three nil. Like 3-0. <laughs> and why why and we I we had to wait for bloody hour because the club in what is almost a perfect metaphor couldn't switch the bloody <laughs> lights on.
1: <laughs> and we couldn't get a video out either after the match. Yeah. Which is a brilliant Yeah, that that oh, was convenient. That was a great day all round. It's
2: conspiracy theorists, yeah. please explain but,
1: that. Um but and, and Crystal Palace, the team with the worst start in Premier League history, are above us in the table.
2: Incredible! It's just, it's you've got to laugh sometimes, haven't you? Because otherwise, yeah. I would just be sitting here crying for an hour. It, the I, fact I, that Crystal Palace went above us, it, we should be embarrassed. That, that's the reason that Robbie Savage. That's the, that's the bloody point that he needs to get banged into his head. Crystal Palace are shit. <laughs> like and we are as well now and it what like something needs to change clearly at Stoke City Football Club and and how so called pundits that get paid whatever they do each week to spout shit they can't see this problem at a club it's just it really gets gets to me and it shouldn't it probably shouldn't get to us because obviously if you want any opinions on Stoke City Football Club there's only one place for that and that is what you're listening to right now but it does annoy me and (laughs) it always
0: will yeah. I I feel very just off my game today lads. I feel like I've I've lost all like kind of cohesive thought. I feel like just they've just put my head in a blender because I just there's so many things wrong and there's just such an obvious solution to a lot of these problems and it's it's just absolutely crazy how Peter Coates who, you know, not even not even a couple of weeks ago, like he could have walked on water, you know, he he was, he is probably still in many people's eyes, like, you know, St. Peter, he is God, you know, and it's, it's like he's acting. I don't, I don't want to say maliciously. It's, it's like he's, it's willful ignorance almost. It's, it's like he's um so determined to prove a point that actually the club is being damaged by this. And I'd, I hate, and I hate saying that about Peter Coates because because of what he's done for the club. Um, uh, let's have a question, shall we? Let's have another question. Um, question from Rocky: Do you think the current squad can survive the drop under a new manager? So, January transfer window coming up. We need. Do we need? Would you agree? We need investment one way or the other, regardless of manager. Yes. Yes. In
2: se- in mm. several positions, and you, you know what? Which is th- this is a sad thing as well. I was having my bath today, and I was feeling tired, and I was thinking about sit about Stoke, and if we get relegated, how many players are we going to keep that that actually can play in the prem- in the championship? Because a lot of our players are that sort of. I, you think of them as that Premier League standard. I just can't imagine many of our players wanting to go into the championship like at all. So mm. that's a scary thing. But obviously. Th- our squad at the moment, I, I think it does need improvement, but that that's not improvement that's been sprung upon us like since the start of this season. That those improvements are centre and midfield because we've mm-hmm. only got three of them, two of which are very old and crooked players, one of which is very patchy in form, if not running around all the time. Then you've got no wing backs for some reason. Really, you've got you've got two wing backs that you actually want to just destroy their souls for some reason. Um, we haven't got strikers that can store score. And our plan A is now Peter Crouch. I mean, there's and Kevin Vimmer. We've already mentioned. I don't want to bring him up again. It's just there are clear problems there. The problems that Mark Hughes probably can't help. But the fact that he brought these players in, or the problems that he could have improved, I mean that he is he is palpable for those problems. So, yeah, it's, it, there, it's there are it's several layers of
0: issues. Yeah, it is so pathetic how lump it up to Crouch. He is now our tactic. I know. How, what what is What's well, become of Stoke? That like we we've we've seen not even like Bojan and Donatovic play really good stuff. We've seen like Peter Odemwingie and Stephen Ireland play good stuff. For us. Yeah, yeah, we, exactly. We we've seen Mark Hughes teams with lesser players do a lot better. Just look like they had a plan. Look like they gave a shit. And just to witness us try and slog it up to Crouchy and bringing Charlie Adam on. Yeah, he, but, he's good at that. He's he he, whip, he can whip a few balls in, but but, but he, we, I know you know what I think. Of I do, but I even
1: it, even like what you're saying there, even with like when you go back a few seasons and you take that team with Stephen Island and Odin Wingy and Asaidi or whoever, like he, mm. Crouch still played and we still looked a threat. We still looked pacey. We still that's, looked, the issue, like, that's the difference, and, isn't it? Yeah, we, pace. We,
2: Mark Hughes's best teams have pace in them, and as yeah. you mentioned earlier, and we g- glue it together. Right now, this team doesn't have pace, and yeah. it's just. And it, I think that is a key issue. Mark Hughes used pace in a good way and relied on it, which is fine. So why has he not got pace in the team right now? Why? What? I, like, if if you you know that we look our best in that situation, All of my favourite goals, I think, from the Mark Hughes era come from those sort of counter attacking moment
0: so yeah. why why not have yeah, players we, that we've
1: can abs- do that. Yeah.
0: We we've not got the players, it seems, for any kind of system at all.
1: <laughs> we haven't got
0: we ha- we haven't got the players to play hit it up to Crouchy, try and win a knockdown football because apart from Crouchy, we we're just not really built for that. We're not a rough and ready side at all. We're absolutely scared shitless half the time. We're just absolute you know flowers. Then there's the there's the wing back system which we can't play because we haven't haven't got any wing backs and we haven't got you know forward players who can float about effectively apart from Shakiri and also the back three looks lost anyway we can't play counter attacking football because we've got no pace what kind of football could this team theoretically play it's it's really terrifying to think about if a new manager came in after january they'd be stuck with a load of players who've played a load of systems none of which they're any good at at all <laughs>
1: Oh God, football's rubbish, I'm isn't start
2: it? start crying. Remember when our only issue was whether Ngoy was going to come off the bench or not? That was, <laughs> that was the seeming only, the seeming only, the, the only issue. Oh we
0: my
1: God. Mm. Oh well, at least yeah. Stephen Island's getting a new contract, lads.
0: Oh, f- oh, oh, Chris, oh. why did you say that? I for- I'd forgotten that. In my <laughs> ignorance, I'd, I'd forgotten that we'd given. And that's how I think another example of this old boys cronyism that's just infected Stoke exactly City and infected English football as well it's just oh we'll give a new contract to Stephen Island but if you're foreign and have a rough patch we'll just send you back out because you know you're not good enough if <laughs> Mark if if Mark Moniez is not good enough and Kevin Vimmer is that is not only a sign that Mark you should go it's a sign that you should be carted off to strange ways yep. for crimes against fucking football because the the absolute dickheadish way he has treated some of our players has been exposed now. It's obvious that the players he was happy to be left with are crap. Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything. Now, regardless of whether Bojan, Imbula, Muniaza, Josselu are any good or not, and I get I get all four yeah. of them divide opinion, they certainly can't be any worse than this absolute shower he's putting out. Mm -hmm. I'm absolutely just tired and (laughs) the West Brom game bloody hell oh my god it's Hughes against Pardew, and it's live. Oh, and you know what, no. lads? Next Saturday is my birthday. Oh. I'm 24 years old, and I'm going to that game. Happy birthday to me.
2: Happy birthday, Dave. <laughs> it's my birthday on Tuesday as well. We should oh. be happy. And I'm 24 as
1: well. What the oh, dog? Oh. Well, happy birthday, gentlemen. This is going to be oh. lovely. Yeah, you might is, get a... Just... Look, look. <laughs> you may get a lovely birthday present, because if you think about it this way, we could beat West Brom, and things. You know, that's a that's a no, good, no. That's but even if we do,
0: it will still be shit because we're, we're, because we'll go back to thinking. Well, well, certainly the board will think. Oh well, you know, Hughes has come through that West Brom test. What were you all worried about? What were you all moaning about? We've beaten West Brom. It's our fourth win of the season. Aren't we magnificent? Hughes-y. He's going to guide us to the heady heights of 15th place. And then you'll look silly, won't you? And Robbie Savage will be having a laugh at us on the radio in his stupid Welsh accent. Oh, what did you expect, he'll say? What did you expect? Did you expect entertaining football? Did you expect a manager who knew what his plan was? Did you expect players to look like yeah. they gave a crap playing for your football team? Did you expect, you know, the concept of sport to be in any way a good thing? Did Did oh, you expect...
1: It's just, yeah. Look, I well, reckon... well, I mean, that, I, I was gonna say I'm trying. I was trying to cheat, make you re- think you'll have a nice birthday, Dave. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's gonna happen. Sorry, Chris. It's, it's okay. It's <laughs> okay. I was just well. Um, let's put it this way then: if the unthinkable happens and we lose, who knows? The, you may. If the thinkable up, happens, you may. You may wake up and. The day after your birthday, he's gone. Christmas Eve. Christmas. We're not
0: sacking Hughes on Christmas Eve. Oh, really I was going to say I was he's gonna say not
1: going anywhere. We he should do we should forever. do next
2: week on the podcast um, the most the best slash most savage way that Peter Coates can sack Hughes and the, <laughs> the winner being opening a Christmas present and it just being a note saying you're sacked, Mark. Fuck you. <laughs>
1: yes. But I think. No, when you put, it, you put that into a... Real-
0: <laughs> you know the scene from uh, Love Actually where he arrives with the uh, cards <laughs> at the door?
1: <laughs> the <cards>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God!
0: Tell, tell them it's carol singers and then Mark, I'm afraid it's gone on too long as he just like reveals more and more cards who say, I'm afraid you're going to have to leave, mate. That is definitely. And then it's, and then, then it's the happy ending we all want. That would be amazing. And that, if,
2: if Stoke were a club that anyone cared about, that would definitely be the sort of thing that Joe would do, the website. Mm. They would put that with the, with the photoshopped faces of Mark Hughes and Peter Coates. That would be
0: incredible.
1: Oh, we can dream. We can dream! Uh, alas, we are it, not. A club it would be a Christmas anyone. miracle. Yeah, but alas, we are not a club that anyone cares about, and that's why you get pundits on BT Sport and whatever saying, "Well, they're doing fine, aren't they? What do they expect? Because no one actually knows much about Stoke, and they think that, well, they just they should just be happy to be be a part of the league. Mm, Those literally. flipping Potters, why are they even here? It's still that old mentality of, "Well, why? Why me. are they here?" And Jake, I think Jake
2: sense? Humphries on BT Sport when they're talking about it literally said that, oh, they've had three consecutive ninth-place finishes as if it had just happened as well. It's like <gasps> You've just forgotten about last season. Like No-one's mentioning that we were crap last season as well. Mm. Don't get it. Do your <laughs> job. It literally doesn't take that much work to research into how a club is doing and realise that Stoke have been rotting for a long, long time.
0: When Leicester sacked Claudio Ranieri, they were one point above the relegation zone. Same as us. And... Claudio Ranieri won the bloody league title mm-hmm. and that that was still a correct decision because it kept Leicester up. We, we just... Wh- why why are we so kind of... Why, why are we treating those ninth place finishes like they are winning the Champions League? Mm-hmm. Because as great an achievement as they were, it's not justification anymore. That was three seasons ago when you had players you knew what to do with and you've dismantled that se- ta- side. Sorry. You, The best players done, from that team have gone. You haven't replaced them anywhere near adequately. And the football has gone from exciting and entertaining to just absolute crap. Mm-hmm. I'd be embarrassed if a dog and duck served up some of the shite we served up oh, yesterday. The defending for the goals yesterday. Are oh, we God, even hardly talking about the, it? The, 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 <laughs> sight of, the sight of you know, the worst Austrian since... Uh, no i'm not finishing that <laughs> sentence uh, the sight the sight of big kev <laughs> lunging after their player and missing was just the the epitome of the absolute non-entity we are at the back we're just nothing we're an absolute we we could be the worst side in the league i mean swansea will push god that thank god for the far. swans thank god for swansea um but Jesus Christ, um, I'm I'm sick of him now. I'm truly, truly sick of him. How I long didn't... can
2: this go on for?
0: Uh, that's that's the re- that's the wheel real rule. Real, real, real... Yeah, can't speak now. <laughs> Hughes out. <laughs> Dave's mind <laughs> is just
2: gone. It's just scrambled eggs, and Hughes' Hughes's face is the frying pan.
1: <laughs> that that was a delicious oh. uh, picture you conjured up there, Ben. <laughs> it, oh, it's God. it's nice to know
0: that my mental background is like being recorded. So when when I go to the hospital, I can just play them the podcast.
2: Oh, you've you've yeah. got Mark Hughes Mark Hughes
1: arthritis. <laughs> mm. Unfortunately, there's, there's only one cure for that, and um, I don't <laughs> think you're going to get that anytime soon, mate. <laughs> Well, wow. there we are. That
0: was depressing, isn't it? What we need to do is just band together
1: and support the lads.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. it's,
1: it's all about positive mental thoughts, isn't it? Like, If we're all positive in our thoughts, then that will be positive in real life.
0: If we if we haven't moaned so much, maybe maybe we it's, would be top of the league. But it's now. the
1: fans' fault, the bloody fans.
2: Well, the fans With the fans were upset because whining. of the power cart. If if the power yeah. cut didn't happen, uh, then if,
0: the fans would have been happier. Oh my god, we we, we haven't discussed uh, the train doors thing. <laughs> did we discuss the train doors thing? I don't know if we did. No, us us three haven't. <laughs> I mean, come on! I yeah. mean, and you the, you cannot you cannot make up some of the absolute crap. It's, that has come out lately it's and he says that his him. hair his
2: hair no one picks up on the fact that he said people don't like my hair, <laughs> my hair. how is that not picked <laughs> up on by at least one banter account what the hell what the <laughs> hair you absolute mug mark Hughes. no one cares about your hair
1: even if it was bad it's it isn't particularly bad it's fine it's fine hair it's fine grey hair He's, God. It's getting more and more like the thick of it, isn't it? Really, with Mark Hughes, <laughs> just like the, the weird. He's yeah, gr- uh, a great he comedy writer. This is if he gets sacked, going to comedy Mark for crying out loud. Oh man! Mm. Imagine blaming train doors, though. <laughs> what? A, because I, w- but I was fully prepared. Like, say we'd only lost one nil yesterday. I was fully prepared for his answer to. Uh, any questions about you know poor result being officiating was bad fans were angry because they'd been left out in the cold because of the power cut like that was definitely what we were gonna get but no i would
2: love <laughs> i would love to know what um, excuses you gave when he didn't give his homework in at school do you reckon they were as sort of <laughs> stupid back then as well there's one for twitter
0: i'm, I'm sorry Mister smith but i've handed in my homework <laughs> Three, three out of the last four terms, and I've, quite frankly, I think your expectations for me handing in homework are a bit too high. I can offer you this scrunched-up piece of paper with a poo in it, but unfortunately, I, I think it's just down to your own expectations. <laughs> there
1: we go. Oh, can Beautiful. also can can we uh, discuss his quote um, in the press conference before West Ham, where he said that he doesn't do relegation. You're
0: doing it now. You're doing a bloody good job of it now, Matt. <laughs> someone that doesn't
1: do it, congratulations. Well, he doesn't do it because he luck. quits or gets sacked, surely. Like. I know. That's the thing. That's the he hasn't had Trump's
2: record, You literally left QPR to get relegated. How is that still something that people are saying? There's, this whole thing is just a ma- massive mess of lies and bullshit. It's literally that. that lies
1: and bullshit. And, and uh. positive spin in a weird, weird way. Just yeah. it's, it's like, um, what's it, I, I'm sure we've said this before, the uh, comical alley from the Iraqi yeah. war where there's nothing to see, everything's fine, the Americans are not even anywhere near Baghdad. Like, the, the Americans haven't even invaded Iraq. We've not even lost to West Ham. Like, I don't even know what you guys are complaining about. We beat them. And, and my <laughs> hair is great.
0: <laughs> how, how how soon before he start he starts making up his own facts? It's like, it's it's tr- it's Trumpian it is. the uh, it's the Hughes. the spin. <laughs> oh my my word my fake. actual word
1: it's fake hues. Oh, oh.
0: snap! Right, if that doesn't finish him off, nothing will, Chris. So I think we'll have to leave it there because we've tried to try to express ourselves and users just shot our brains into mush. Um thank you very much for listening to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Hopefully we'll be back next week with some happy positive glowing news from the world of Stoke City. And it's it's Christmas, you know. Christmas know. is a time for miracles. Uh thank you very much Chris. Thank you Dave. Thank you Ben. Thank you as always. No problem i mean go on stoke i think
4: truly over above i can give a, give a good example of you if you want me to yeah go on well i, I live i live in wilmslow and i've seen you go into a shop and buy seven pairs of trainers now
3: oh, wait, wait, if- whoa, whoa, whoa 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 david well that wasn't me because that's a complete and utter lie i have never oh, bought well. seven pairs of trainers in my life so see there again footballers get so bad names because the people like you david who make stupid things up well, let me talk first. Me Seven pairs finish. of shoes? That's a lie, let me David. So let me see, finish. you get let you give footballers Robin, bad let me, No, Robin. no Robin. back. You cannot say see. Let let this finish. is why footballers get let get me gone, gone, David. Let me, well, basically, you bought them and you made this kid walk
4: out and carry all your boxes for you while you stood there and carried nothing. And that is an. David,
3: event. David, I tell you what now, I, you you're a liar because that's never happened. Well it has, cos I was there. No, well, you well I'm, I'm telling you what, David, David, that is it's a lie. It's a lie, it's never happened. Well, it's don't not, don't was don't say I bought seven pairs of trainers in the shop and made little boy carry cos it's never ever happened. So you I'm gonna tell you a liar, it's never happened. i saw it with my own eyes. Well you're a liar, I'm telling you it didn't happen, you're a liar don't never, you like, see, because people, people like you, you boys, really wind me
4: up. Boys, boys, boys! No, he's kid, a liar. All right, well, well, hang on. Listen, in, in, in all my years, listened to Six Oh Six as a kid. Seven pairs of, of trainers. On, is hang he on. real? <laughs> with Danny Baker, and then listening to everybody who's doing That's one of the funniest, funniest points I think I've ever heard.
3: Well, chap, I, 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 I bought. <laughs> see, this is this is what's wrong with more than things, people. <laughs> categorised footballers, indeed. and you said oh. I would s- right. you liar! Hang on, hang on, because, because
4: I, don't want, I don't want to go down the, the trainery, David. I think your respons- your point about footballers not taking responsibility for their actions, is is, is, is is fair enough. I don't think they're unique in that. I think you could bring in film stars in that. I think you could bring in TV stars. Oh, with that. Said that. I that. Wait I there, know, pop, what, pop, shop, man? David,
3: what shop Mike? David, what what shot was it? No, I mean, no, 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 Rob, no, no, Rob, no, because he's wound me up. He's a liar. Robbie, he's. <laughs> It was on the main
4: street in Wilmslow, and you you like your white trainers. And I saw it. I was there. I I bought seven pairs. You bought seven pairs... Okay, you
3: might not be, alive, it's be a liar, but it's untrue, it's untrue, it's untrue, it's untrue, and I swear on my mother and father's life! You
4: would life. say that, wouldn't you? You would say that. All but right. but, it's not true! All right, all right. You, all right. you, you, I have to
3: listen to you when you go abroad, saying that you're bored in South Africa. Most
4: people mm. can't oh. afford to go to the World Cup, and then we have to hear what you're going on about. Uh, uh, we we'll see, we've gone... don't listen, I'll tell you what, don't listen then. We've gone, hang on, hang on, hang on, we've gone way, we've no, gone way off point. David, 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 thank, thank you for the call, uh, and most of your points I do, I do take on board. I <laughs> will <laughs>
3: chappas, I, 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 the, the parking fine ones, yeah, I, I agree. But what well, I'm not having chappas is somebody... Not tell the truth about me going to a shop buying That's seven pairs of trainers. Seven pairs of I trainers! I I Chappers, I get them for now, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> They've just made it worse, <laughs> just made it worse. I would never buy seven pairs of trainers, because I get them off my sponsor. He obviously,
4: he obviously was mistaken. He
3: was probably... Well, mistake, he seen he's seen a guy with stupid hair, big blonde, white blonde hair, stupid teeth in a shop.
4: Yeah, I think it was probably Audrey from Coronation was it Worzel, Street. Was it and Wurzel and, Gummidge? And he thought it was you. <laughs> it was Wurzel Gummidge. Now, if you weren't listening, if you weren't listening earlier, at Old Trafford this evening, Karen Brady sat in the director's box wearing a Robbie Savage's a Pratt t-shirt, and Darren Fletcher's five seats along from her wearing a Kieran Dyer for England t-shirt. Well, he's been taken off, Kieran oh. Dyer, and coincidentally, that's when Fabio Capello left Old Trafford. Well, there let's you go, not, then. Let's not read anything into it. Um, it's still 3-0 to Manchester United, ruining
0: from the penalty spot in the first half. Nanny and Berbatov with very well-crafted goals.